0: Musings, who I am, life reflections. Musings, who I am, life reflections. Reflections of life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. This is Mocha. Welcome. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is your host, Pam Osby, here on Speak Truth to Life. And I want to do a quick segment because we're coming up on some pretty important things going on since the last time I spoke with you. Um, The eviction moratorium uh, was extended through June 30th, 2021. And depending on what part of the country you are in, in the United States, that is, It is, um, it depends on your state um, to see if it goes beyond that. I am on the East Coast. And so I know for sure in New York, it ends on uh, August 31st. And here in New Jersey, it ends um, at the end of the year in December. Other states, United States, have ended the eviction moratorium. And um, I, I I know it's going to be very difficult for a lot of people. Uh, a moratorium has a lot of benefits of a borrower. You know, if you have a house, uh, maybe you're facing foreclosure. Um, in that case, you will have 90 to 120 days. Um, unfortunately, there isn't an extension. It wasn't passed by the current administrations, which is is, um, difficult for a lot of people to deal with this. A lot of people are asking questions like, can my landlord evict me? It depends on a lot of different things. Um, Technically, in in regards to um, eviction process, your landlord has to fill out an application uh, with the landlord and tenant board first. Um, they Then they have a meeting, and then if the board decides that you can be evicted, only the sheriff can physically evict you. Um, as a person who went through not a full eviction, because I never went through a full eviction, but I actually went through um, like a housing situation, I wanna say like tw- 10, 12 years ago. And because um, I fell behind on my rent because At that time, I was uh, working um, and my income was not consistent. I was in between jobs and in between checks and all that kind of stuff. I think I fell behind two or three months. And when I knew that I would not be able to pay, uh, what I did was I simply let the landlord know, look, I'm going to leave and I'm going to end this lease early. And then if we have to go to the housing process, so be it. I went through the process and I left that location because um, at that time I had a family member that had a house and I was able to go move in that house while I, you know, wait for my jobs to come and all that stuff. Not everybody has that option. Some people actually have, uh, you know, family members, uh, you know, children to take care of. Now, I do see both sides of this situation. From my understanding, there are a lot of landlords who don't even, didn't want to take the money that the federal government gave to help with evictions. Um, So some of those landlords may have started a process that their tenants have to go through. Um, I know in my current building where I live, we, we lost a lot of tenants this year because they could not afford to continue to pay, and the rent is pretty high in my building. I know mean, anything about the East Coast. the The rent for people in New Jersey and New York is pretty high. Um, a one bedroom in New York could be probably around two thousand or more, depending on how nice it is. Um, in my current building, um, our rent is high as well, and but a lot of people you know, have roommates, so maybe they can split that price. But if you are in a roommate situation and your roommate is going to get evicted, or maybe your roommate didn't come up with the money, so you got to move out too, it gets very difficult. In terms of what's going to happen in September, I, I, I'm i a little concerned just because I know a lot of people may um, may not have money. And if they don't have money, they got to go get money. So will things get a little bit more violent in the United States? Don't know. I know that there are so many jobs right now. As I mentioned in the previous stream, I work in uh, for a private organization. And my role is to help my clients to get jobs within their own organization. So they're like, you know, maybe they can't go back to their regular job then i arrange an accommodation request if they have a disability or they aren't you know uh, they had an injury on the job and they're not able to return to work and i do it from there what i've noticed a lot is a lot of my clients have been like nope i don't want i don't want to go back to that department but while you're declining, going back to that apartment, you need to accept something else. <laughs> and it gets real, real interesting in this line of work. Um, I'm wondering the people that are in the situation where they are facing an eviction, if they're able to get employment. As um, When I was on my trip, say, two weeks ago in Illinois, um, I noticed so many jobs out there. And I know not everybody can apply for every type of job. And somebody reminded me today, well, you know, people don't want to take the job because they don't want to work out in the field. But a lot of jobs that I source that I'm trying to get my employees or my uh, my um, clients to work is at home. If you are not trying to work a job and it's at home, mm, that's kind of interesting. But back to uh, eviction. Um, when people are going through that process, they need to go to they need to go through the process. Now, I know a lot of crazy things are happening right now. Some people may have tried to pay rent and a landlord may have said, "I'm not taking your money." And they can legally refuse your rent payments if you attempt to pay only a part of your rent. And then that is when they send you um, especially if you have been served with eviction notice or your lease runs out or you try to make payments, you know, in another form that's not accepted by the, the them, you <laughs> forget it. It could be real, real funky. Um, now something interesting happened one time and late years later after I, uh, when I got to New York, I think it was like 2013. Um, well, yet again, when I was un- unemployed, <laughs> I had to figure out what I was going to do as far as work. And, you know, I think I was behind one month and uh, ended up in housing court. Now, if you ever go to housing court, let me tell you one thing. It's, all is not lost. You have to do the work. Fortunately for me, because of my work working with um, clients and working in nonprofit and social service organizations, I was able to kind of finagle and get myself some options. So when I went to court, I had researched what the court process is. If you're not the person who understands what going to housing court is, look it up. You no, know, you have YouTube, you have Google. You have, um, you can Google what to do when going to housing court. Basically, the skinny on that is to make sure that you have information, make sure that you have your documentation. I had prepared a folder and it had all my information. I had all my rental receipts. I had my, my lease with me. And when I went to housing court, you know, they basically said, this is what you owe. What are you going to do? I went with a plan. I stayed there. I kept my cool. I didn't have no attitude with the the judge. You cannot go in, the, in these places um, feeling, you know, the, the housing court, you can't go in there feeling like you're, you're the uh, victim. It's a bad situation that you're in, but your attitude can be altitude. So when you go there, go humble, go humbly, you know, be nice to the judge, be nice to the court staff. And you know, when I went there, I basically said, yes, I do owe, and this is what I'm going to pay. <laughs> if you don't go there with a plan, you're planning to fail. After you went after I went through the process with the judge, she sent me to what they call like if you're representing yourself, which most people are, I had to represent myself. I didn't have money for a lawyer. I went and I talked to this uh, lawyer guy, I guess, to sign a stipulation. The stipulation said that I would pay the money by a certain time. that helped me to avoid an eviction. That's right. You can avoid an eviction. So, you know, when I went to court, uh, I was scrambling, trying to figure out where to get money from. And if you are, are in any state now, I know it's going to be hard for a lot of people trying to figure out where to get the money because everybody is going to want to go to HRA or to a government entity or to a community organization. At the time, I basically went to the city of New York and I talked and, and I went to Catholic Charities. Catholic Charities did a great job because even though they could not help me. They directed my request to an organization that could help me, so I went to another organization to get seven hundred dollars. I went to another organization and got a thousand because I owed like seventeen hundred. And when I went back to court, I uh, advised them of what what I had going on. They said, "Oh, okay, you're good, Miss uh, you know, Miss Pam, you're good," and I never got evicted. Because I actually came up with the money. I got money sources outside of myself to represent myself. I I implore people if you are trying to help out a family member, utilize the sources in your neighborhood, in your city, in your state. Uh, Call 211 to find out information. Don't wait till the ninth hour because it is terrible to be in a situation where you are about to be evicted you also have to plan for money like you may need money for food for your family you may have to go to a food bank be, don't be humble i mean don't don't be shy don't be shy because if you have to go and stand in a line at a food bank to get food because you ain't got money Maybe you cut off things with your family members or maybe you want to do things on your own. Um, You got resources in your neighborhood. Um, Churches are in your neighborhood. Um, If you are a member of a church or you have a friend that goes to a church, don't be shy. I'm just saying because you have to make sure that you are able to provide for yourself. And if you can't provide for yourself, Or your family, it's going to be difficult. And I I send healing thoughts to anyone in a situation where they are going to be um, in a tough spot because of money. You lost your job. Your industry might not be there no more. You may have to reimagine what kind of job that you can get. Stay in touch with your friends that have jobs, or you know, try to even if you don't know how to do your resume, you know, maybe there's somebody in your circle or uncle or pastor or somebody in your neighborhood that's good at making and updating resumes and, and try your best to collaborate with them. Maybe they can help you. During this time, I had several friends that came to me and said, you know, they know my background is like vocational stuff. So of course I did resumes for people. I kind of sent resources. If I found, you know, I still get a lot of emails and jobs in my email bank and I just send them to anyone. So with that being said, I get a lot of job listings. And although I technically, I'm not working as an employment specialist right now, but I still get information. I pass it on to people, you know, people send me stuff all the time. They're like, oh, I thought of you. I'm like, I'm working right now. But, (laughs) you know, um. And I say to anyone who gets jobs or gets resources, share it with someone that you know is in a tough spot. Even if they too sh- too humble to talk to you and say, I need help, check in on people. We are responsible for, and I say that, we are responsible for each other. We really are. And, you know, you could be in that spot, too. I've been the person standing in the line before. No shame. I stood right in that line. I wasn't making a lot of money and I had had no food in my house. I wasn't, no shame in my game. I stood in the line. (laughs) You have to be able to do what you need to do until you could get to the other side. Um, So for each state in the United States, I would say for those who are in the situation, um, please check in with the resources in your neighborhoods. You know, like I said, 211 one um there are organizations church organizations nonprofits and of course uh, they may be getting a lot of inquiries from a lot of people in the same boat so the sooner you start working on a plan the better if you wait to the last minutes and say oh they're going to have to push me out of the house Ugh, don't do it. it it's just it's it's very stressful and i wouldn't want you to go through that so I'm stealing healing thoughts and positive vibes to anyone who is in that situation that may be listening or they have a family member in that situation. Um, Eviction moratorium, unfortunately, uh, is a big uh, consequence of COVID and job loss in the United States and other countries as well. A lot of countries have gone through this, a lot of countries. So um, I'm going to probably revisit this uh, subject because it's close to my heart. And of course, Like I said, you know, I hope that anyone that's listening, you know, is not affected. But if you are, you know, maybe this can help you. So in the meantime, I'll see you guys on the next go and take care and please stay safe.